Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Well, hello, I'm Eric Eastep. And I'm Scott Reevely. And this is the City on a Hill podcast. Welcome back, listeners. Scott, how is your Spotify wrapped summary this year? I don't know who else gets their Spotify wrapped, but... Are you a secret Swifty? The psychedelic... No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but the psychedelic... Oh, oh, I will tell you this. The psychedelic... First of all, this is the psychedelic things that they did between information was just... It's, it gave me a headache. It's kind of it gross. It's terrible. like, it's not even psychedelic. It's like 80s computer graphics or something. map thing. It yeah. was awful. Ugh. Anyway, but you don't know this. I am a vampire from Provo, Utah. <laughs> That's what I learned in my rapt. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it means I like the darkness. Oh, dear. Apparently, the kind of music I listen to is on the dark side. Oh, it's is just, it, is it's it just because instrumental? Oh, and you listen to a lot of just movie back, scores, right? I do, and like you know, keep yeah. keep you awake, kind of music, awesome. basically. And so I do that, and then um, I don't know where it gets the Provo, Utah thing, but it placed me. They gives they pick a um, so based on a, your a location, listens or something. You they, are most like someone from Provo, Utah, something like that. But anyway, a I'm a vampire from Provo, Utah. I'm and, sorry to uh, hear that. Well, I mean, I suppose there's worse places <laughs> to be a vampire, I guess. I <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's how my wrapped is. Uh, how did your, how's your I don't have Spotify, up? so I don't have a wrapped. I, I, I just saw before we started my, what was it called? Sports in Review on Strava. So oh. that was cool. I used that for running. and that's just, Your year in review is that you're basically a stud. I, I'm a stud from Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you are. <laughs> uh, I didn't All mean right. to say that. I okay. bet you most of you probably didn't know that, that you were you were listening to podcast by a vampire from Provo. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, and a stud from Westland. There you go. And no one's editing this out. It's just going to stay there. It's great. Uh, so, Merry, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us. <laughs> Uh, so there, this is the time of year when there's a bunch of review type things, whether it's your, uh, listening habits or running habits. Um, and we thought it'd be a good time to just go back through our year of the podcast and mm -hmm. mention some notable things and, um, talk about what happened this year. Okay. Thing number one. What is thing number one? What happened this I last year? I took a sabbatical and, uh, got to go see, um, Turkey and Greece. It was really, mm. uh, a great blessing and i'm very very thankful and it did uh come back and shape the podcast we talked a little bit about uh revelation mm -hmm. uh, and i saw the seven churches of revelation or the remains of them and that was some of what we did and so that was nice we ended up trying to make some short uh podcasts during the summer mm -hmm. to cover the time while i was gone that i think were probably helpful for us to think th through how can we make how can we distill what we're talking about to the shortest and smallest possible right. thing? So we did that through the summer. 
So that was the highlight for me. Did you have a singular highlight? Mm, probably the the people we talked to. Uh, it's spe- I specifically like talking with David Coises. And that, that was last <laughs> week. Maybe there's some recency bias there, but... And what? we didn't... And it was, and it was like two years ago or so we talked to him the first time. Yeah, it was. Maybe, th- maybe two and a half. Yeah. Um, but it ta- that's one of the things I really enjoy is... And I, I feel a little bit um, like it's a privilege just... I get to read books and they go, you know what? We could <laughs> have them on the podcast. Which is something I don't think we thought about when we started. I was like, wouldn't this be cool to talk to these really interesting people? Right. I didn't think about that. I just thought we got to figure this out and let's start figuring it out and talk about it. But I didn't realize and talk to some really smart and mm-hmm. interesting people who have thought about this more than we have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a treat. I enjoyed talking with him as well. I think, um, I, it was fun for me to get to know a little bit the candidate for attorney general, mm. uh, Will Athrop, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what his year holds in 2024, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, I think the other person I really, well, I mean, every one of them, I've enjoyed every single conversation we've had, I think. But uh, it was really interesting. We had the in, in, in-house interview with the author from Milwaukee mm, about yep. a, about. Um, her book about racism in Oregon City, which mm-hmm. was, you know, I still am not quite over that one. Mm-hmm. Really, the thinking about what happened just right here. Right. So I, I really did enjoy that conversation too. So that's great. Yeah, that was. Uh, but that that has been something that I didn't even think about. I mm-hmm. don't. I mean, I we set out to not even do an interview podcast. Some oh, yeah. some podcasts only interview people, right? Right. And uh, I've enjoyed ours enough that if it if it wasn't so much work to get them lined <laughs> up, I'd probably say we should do it all the time. But yeah, so if there's a producer out there that wants to do a job for absolutely no money, they can do that for us. Let, let us know. And we do actually have one lined up, though. Right. It was one one lined up uh, coming um, in January mm-hmm. that'll probably post near the end of the month, and mm-hmm. then um, you reached out to some. Well, we had. We had somebody reach out to us. That's right. Um, which, that's kind of highfalutin. That doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> so anyway, that was... Uh, we're, we're so those are things to come. That's not, that's not the last year. Right. Those are things to come. Oh, that's right. I'm getting excited about it already. Sorry. So so what's some stuff that has happened? Um, well, and let me talk about the author piece. So just one, one more part of that. I, I find if... I try to make book groups so you read books and then talk with them, talk about them with other people. And I feel like if you do that, you end up basically reading the book twice in, as far as uh, gains from the book. If you're able you to get talk- twice as much value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you read the book, you get some value. If you talk about it with other people, you get double the value. And I'm finding that if we can read a book that someone wrote and then talk with that person about that book- it's like getting three times the value of, there of the read. So, but some of it is, you know, you talk about that. Uh, I we've talked about most every book in this genre mm. that I've read all year on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, in some respect, we have our own little book group up here oh, with yeah. microphones on, and we're talking about the the books that we read. So, which is pretty great. That means you, you grab good some that. good books if if everything you read in this category was either you either interviewed or it informed a, an episode yeah actually that has been the case i've mm-hmm. talked about it all but one i think there's one book i didn't and it probably should have well pursued that person. reach out to the author i might <laughs> so, 
So, uh, what, so authors aside, what are some opportunities that have come about because of the podcast? Well, one of the things that we didn't anticipate either when we started, we just thought, uh, at least I set out saying, I got to figure out what to do with the church and politics. And I didn't think about anything coming of it, but um, there have been a few things. In uh, March, I'm teaching a class at Western Seminary which is uh, daunting, hmm. uh, in part because it's not the normal class that you do once a week for the whole semester. It's oh. in two straight days, like 14 hours. Back-to-back -back days. Of class time, back-to-back. -back. So Oof. it's not like I can prepare two hours or two hours and two hours. It's like I have to prepare 14 hours, boom, and have it all ready to go at the same time, which that's frightening. <laughs> But I'm looking forward to that, and I mm -hmm. hope that uh, it's going to be useful for the people who are there and the people who uh, may um, may be pastors one day. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's one thing. And because of that, that's kind of um, made some other things get uh, kicked off some other things, actually. In part because of that, I think I'm uh, doing a webinar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Zoom webinar podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if I can add another word in there, I will. But uh, anyway, there is a, essentially it's a webinar uh, on January 3rd that is for our Association of Churches nationwide, mm. actually, mm -hmm. and um, kind of kicking off a series they're trying to do to help church churches and pastors deal with uh, pol politics, anticipating the 2024 mm. will be more difficult than the 2023 was. So anyway, that's coming up right away at the first year. That's going to surprise me. I know it that's on great. the 3rd of uh, January. Not the surprise, the thing that's happening. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing that's happening is going to surprise me. So yes. yes, I'm surprised. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a good thing and I think it will help the church. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad about that. And we just had somebody else reach out to us about uh, possibly doing a, a seminar for a group of pastors mm. And that's something that we're putting together, kind of a, a way to take city on a hill on a road, maybe. Mm. I don't know, but to help people think about how they might disciple their church or help people in a church, maybe for a church, think about how they can talk about it amongst themselves. Uh, so we'll see what the Lord wants to do with that. But it does seem like there's, uh, you know, partly because all of these things kind of came to us Right. Apart from us, um, you know. Not some grand plan. Yeah, reaching out. I mean, all these things, people are, people are looking for help, and I think that there's going to be some opportunities. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for that and, um, and trust. In fact, would love for you, if you are a praying person, to pray for me about that so that it is helpful. Because that's really why we got into this was to help the church. And so these seem like some auxiliary things that could be helpful. Right. One of the other things that I was really happy about, I mean, I, I grew up uh, politically, you might say, with a certain uh, outlook or a certain, in a certain subset of evangelicalism, I suppose mm. would be a f really fair way to say it. And so I was, uh, you know, trying to understand that, then trying to understand my parents who were in that uh, subset kind of more, they were more established there than I was. And so I was trying, you know, one of my objectives was to, to understand them a little bit. And 
So I, th- I think that this has helped me do that. Mm. And I was very pleased in my last visit to actually get to talk to my dad a little bit about politics, which uh, is the first substantive conversation we've had since before the mm. pandemic about politics. That's really. great. So anyway, I'm very thankful for sitting on the Hill because it helped me do that. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Anyway, anything for you? Oh, I, I'm to whatever capacity I can be involved with the seminar stuff as churches one recognize and two ask for help. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. If, if I get to do any of those things and, and, and we've talked about it before the, the main thing we're trying to do here is help the church uh, specifically disciple people politically and th- those are the things I think are cool when, when people start going, hey, can you, can you talk about this thing or can you help us with this? Um, and I think the, the opportunities that I have found most encouraging is when I'm talking with someone and they say, oh, because of that podcast you did, that episode you did, I was able to talk with this person who brought XYZ oh. up. And um, that's, that's uh, what is that? That's one, one spot removed. Right. But I just go, oh, that's that's perfect. That's that's why we're doing that. Yeah. And I've Good. had a number of conversations like that where it's, oh, thank you for doing episode seven because really? I, was, I actually had something to talk about when someone brought this thing up. So I, I've really been encouraged by that. Well, good. Well, I, that encourages me too. Uh, I get more just the, hey, you're joking around a lot kind of <laughs> comments. Well, that's also true. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm glad you get... Uh, deep, meaningful comments. That's great. Uh, yeah. Well, one of the things that uh, 2023 um, brought was that it didn't, it did not, or didn't bring, it didn't bring you mm. to Salem mm-hmm. and you were not a politician, though you might have been. Well, I was a politician. I just wasn't elected. There you go. You're <laughs> not an elected official. But anyway, is there, do you have any reflections on that now that you're a mm. year removed? And because it was kind of fresh this time last year. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what, any, any thoughts about it? Oh, I mean, the, there, there's always the looking at the news and seeing what's going on. You're going, oh man, I wish, I wish I could have given some input into that. Um, Cause that's what, that's what you're aiming for, right? If mm-hmm. I can help steward that kind of thing. And that happens um, often where it's, you see something pop up in the Oregonian or in an Oregon podcast of some sort. Oh man, I wish I could, I could help with that or, or do something more beneficial. Um, so that, that happens for sure. And then as the elections kind of go, there's also the, it, it like, I don't know, what, what, would the, what would the word be for that? Um, you, you not relive, but the elections start happening. Like, oh, I, re- I remember these things. I remember what we're doing and how we're doing it and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of gets your, not blood pressure up, but heart rate going um, mm-hmm. just because you've engaged it before. Does it so, make you, what, what does it mean? Like regret or excitement no, ex- or like excitement love for sure. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. There's, there's not any, I probably never said that myself actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there was no regret about that. And, and people have asked, okay. I, I often get like, Hey, are you gonna do something again? And all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's nothing, no plans right now, but there's no like, Oh, I would never do that again. And I would, there's okay. not a huge re- regret piece at all. Um, and I, I think a lot of it was, Part, part of it was having to do this podcast and thinking about these things deeply and going in um, with a particular posture that was not just, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with wh- however you guys are doing this. It was, no, what we've thought about this uh, extensively, and we have not just 
um, not just a framework, but a theology and a and a um, biblical understanding of how you should engage these things. So good. I think the way it was engaged was good, uh, which I do makes too. thank I you. Do too, I yes. appreciate that. Thank you. Um, which means after the fact, and, and I said this, I think in my um, what was that that party, the election night party. Um, regardless of whatever would happen, it didn't change my identity. The the things that right. I'm founded on are did not change by losing or winning or any of those things. So the um, the reaction to them and in the the aftermath of, of not winning, I'm still the same person, and it's very obvious I'm I'm the same person. At least to me, it's obvious mm-hmm. I'm the same person. So I've been grateful for that and just not having to deal with uh, any of the any of the negative potential. Um, Yes, in uh, shame or mm-hmm. leftover things. Yes, and a lot of people go into that going, "If I uh, the only I'm I'm aiming for this entirely. So if I don't win, I don't I don't know what my identity is anymore." And I didn't have any of that. So this whole year hasn't Great. been one of oh I need to recover. Um, but there's been a lot of, I think my understanding that people need to be discipled politically has only increased. It's only mm-hmm. become more obvious yeah. to me, um, and part of that was you engage a, uh, an election and you interact with a lot of people and go, Oh, I think you need to be discipled politically. <laughs> just, um, but now after the fact that I'm, we're just in the middle of a cycle again and right. I'm seeing it happen again. So I feel like I have tools I didn't have before, um, to do more work in that area. And I think it's worth pointing out in your answer that you talked about your identity in politics mm. in the same sentence or paragraph. Mm-hmm. And I think for most people that, first of all, identity politics is a thing. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, uh, when we get our identity wrapped up in politics, we end up where we shouldn't be. Oh yeah. And so I'm really thankful it didn't uh, capsize mm. you in that regard. Me too, me too. So you look back, do you have any favorite episodes or anything from the year? Mm. This is your other than my inter- the interview with David Coises from last week. <laughs> other than the most recent one that we just did, yes. <laughs> I just really like talking with David Coises. He, he is really fun to talk to, and uh, he's got such a great voice. He's got he's got a good radio voice, and and really the the depth of thinking about some of these topics, which I do um, really appreciate. Yes, it's like I read that book and then talked with him and about authority. It's like yeah, obviously authority is an important topic, but. Not one I've ever plumbed like that. And it wasn't and like he, you're going to stump him on a topic for sure. Right, right. It's like, wow, okay. So I, I find that super helpful. Um, the ones that stick out, I, th- I think the Israel uh, episode that we did, and ob- obviously the, the conflict slash war that's going on there is, is still ongoing. So that's still a, a fresh topic. But I think the, the impact I had, I think that one had with people was fairly mm-hmm. significant. And that sticks out to me just... I had a lot of conversations about that. It was a good... Well, it, yeah, we, we did get a lot of conversations sort of before we recorded mm. and mm-hmm. probably after that probably helped us with that. But mm-hmm. that's some of what we're trying to do here is figure it out, right. um, you know, force ourselves to figure it out and talk about it. And then we had a chance to do it uh, later. So, right. yeah, I think that's that was one of my favorites. I, I did enjoy that conversation. Well, we had a couple of conversations about Revelation. Mm-hmm. So having gone to the seven churches this summer and then talking with Scott McKnight, and I think we did an earlier uh, mm-hmm. one on Revelation 2 that was fun. So it was fun to spend some time in Revelation this year. 
when I'm finished, it's obviously December and I'm finishing up my reading the Bible. So I'm in Revelation right now. So it's coming up again. And oh, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a basic framework, not framework, high level understanding of what this book is about. And that that, those were helpful. Can I just say, I I thought I was going to do like a different reading plan this year. I usually read through the Bible too, reading through the Bible. I'm reading through the New Testament. And I wanted one, because really there aren't enough chapters. You do a chapter a day in the New Testament. It gets you to, I don't know, sometimes September, and then you run out. Mm. So I thought, I'm, I'm going to get a program that gets me all the way through. So I found mm. one, looked okay. Turns out it started at the end of Matthew in January. And I don't know why. And then <laughs> I, I forgot that, of course, because that was January. Now I'm getting to <laughs> December, and, I'm, and I just looked this morning and marked out my... I'm not going to finish Matthew. I'm going to get to Matthew 22, and I'm going to be done at the end of the year, like, boom. And I'm thinking, what kind of plan is that? Who drops the middle of Matthew at December? Anyway, so I'm, I probably I always have to make the decision this time of year. What am I going to do? I'm probably going to go read through the Bible next year. I just, just, I just love it. You've been a pastor for 30 years. And you're going, oh, I have a new Bible reading plan. I couldn't get through the New Testament this year. No, I got through the New Testament, but it just started me in the middle of Matthew, and it ends me in the middle of Matthew. It's like, oh my pick, a, pick a start point. That's all. Man, related. So people can take this as a freebie as they want, if they want. Uh, I have used for the last couple of years a five days a week plan to read through the Bible. Oh. And that's super helpful because weekends are always different and mm-hmm. you miss some days and things like that if you do the seven day a week plan. So I've, I've found that to be a really, I, I don't know I don't know if it has a name. I just have it in an app. That there are some that have names anyway. Special five names days. And, and I found, so on the other side, reading it in five days a week means you read more each day. Mm-hmm. Takes a little longer. So we yeah. have to weigh your options on that. But there, there, there's options out there. If you're, if you're looking, if you're thinking, okay, January is going to be different. There's some, there's don't some start in the middle of Matthew. That's don't start what in the middle I'm of Matthew. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, yeah. uh, another episode. Uh, uh, praying for government leaders, governmental leaders. That was an episode way back mm. in the year. Um, but I have a day I pray for people in government, and that the way we talked through that and worked through that comes to mind often. Okay. Um, just as a oh yeah, we're praying. I'm often praying. Um, God allow us to live quiet and godly lives. That's that's the result I'm looking for, and that's a lot of because we lean into those verses when we were talking oh, through that that episode. So that's another one that comes to mind. Oh, that's great! I'm happy to happy to know that. And um, anyway, it's just been fun for me to talk about these things. And um, who knows? I didn't. I guess I didn't think we'd do it for a couple of years. I don't know. I didn't have a plan. But uh, anyway, looks like we're gonna since especially since we have light. Uh, interviews lined up. We're going to probably we'll, we'll, keep we'll talking continue. about it. Yeah, why yes. not? So one of the things that uh, we always talk about this time of year too is uh, I know you had reading goals and mm. and you're going to make yours. I'm not going to make mine. I'll just say. Well, if, if everything goes as as it's going right now, I'll make mine. Yes. Oh, oh. This, this is the stressful still, part of the still year. Call Eric on the phone all at all <laughs> and hours distract and him. distract him <laughs> and keep him from making his goal if you want. So I, I have. Yeah, I'm such a nerd about all this stuff. I use the Goodreads app and track all mm-hmm. the pages and all this stuff. So right now I'm in the time of year where all the books that need to be started and finished uh, before the end of the year to meet the goal, they're all started. 
but they're not yet finished. So it's, oh, I hope everything, I got the Advent book we're reading with the kids and I got the Bible and all the different things. Oh. Like, oh, I hope all this finishes. So You're counting the Advent book? Oh, it's like 70 pages. I know. Why wouldn't you count the Advent book? Because I didn't think about it. And now I don't know if I'm going to make my goal or not. I'll have to go look. <laughs> I'm going to go add the Advent Because we're reading the kids version and the grown-ups version. <laughs> Two books. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, that doesn't seem quite right to me, but maybe it is. I'll go check. So, there, so there's a tangent. Because so I wasn't going to make, about I don't think I'm going to make my goal mm. unless unless I go searching for tiny little Advent books to read. I, don't, I would not call it tiny. I just said it's no, like 70 pages. It's full. It's kind of regular size, but short. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did you have uh, any books that were related to... Uh, podcast things that you have read and enjoyed that mm. maybe we didn't talk about here? Uh, I, the one that comes to mind, I, I did reference it. I think I referenced it last week even, and maybe a couple other times, was Inventing Freedom, How the English-Speaking Peoples Made the Modern World. Uh, I finished that, I don't know, a couple months ago. And that was just really fascinating. Obviously, we we live in a liberal, democratic, uh, capitalistic uh, government style thing. And it's really beneficial and really helpful for us. And that book talked about how that was really um, the, the offspring of just a really quirky scenario with the United Kingdom on an Island and having different, a different setup than everybody else. Um, it was, it was, uh, it had a different environment because it wasn't Europe and didn't have to have standing armies the same way and all these, all these things. And it goes through hundreds of years but basically, the the gifts of common grace that we have came from a really peculiar happenstance um, scenario over over generations, um, and it's really cool. And that that was a helped me look at the the government style and the liberal democratic order that we have, uh, just kind of a different way. Like, oh, I'm I'm thankful this exists, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a given that it would exist, and now obviously it's one of the most so would you call it an accident of nature or an accident accident of providence or is it is it mm. is it so much like island no standing army so much so that it was accidental or would you, was it more deliberate do you think um accident of providence i don't i don't know uh, that, no that's a theological thing. question you probably can't even call right. something that can you right that that doesn't well ac unless you mean the aristotle version of accident then then you could. Well, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about accident. I'm sure there's there's a providence piece to it, and it, it's obviously if you go back far enough, it's it's wrapped up in um, Rome and, and Greece and Christianity sure. melding together. That's always there in a foundation. And I don't. I don't. I think if you took Christianity out of the equation, and it wouldn't happen at all. Um, but I do think there's just some some things that we take for granted that. Uh, one, we should be thankful for, and two, it, it, I don't think it was a given that it would happen. Like if, if you just put people together somewhere else, uh, it may be an accident, uh, a characteristic of the environment, a characteristic of the, of the times um, in, the, in the spot in history in which it occurred. Uh, that's probably accurate. And the takeaway for me was that I'm just, I'm thankful. There, however God put together the common grace that we benefit from, um, yes. I'm thankful for it. Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of things that we just go, oh, of course, of course, governments do that. Or of course, governments don't do that. And none of those things are true. Those, of course, the of course piece is not true. 
And it's it's because of some particular things a long time ago. Yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And and that just that book. It's not a Christian book. It's it's just a political study book type thing. And it just made me more thankful and more grateful. Good. Um, So, would recommend if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, I suppose I did read uh, one that. uh, Well, one I read. We're going to have an interview of the author coming up in January, so Mm. I won't. Talk Don't about spoil it. That no one, spoilers. But it was about the ballot in the Bible. But <laughs> <laughs> one that I did read that I didn't really talk very much about was called The Politics of Identity. Mm. Uh, or it's called, the title was Uncivil Agreement, the Politics of Identity. And how essentially how America sorts mm-hmm. for political identity. And the sorting has been an issue for me because during COVID in particular, oh, I yeah. saw churches sort. Mm-hmm. And that, that made me think about really kind of what the church, you know, what is your ecclesiology? What do you believe about the church? And should you be in a church with everyone that, you know, looks the same as you, votes the same as you, mm-hmm. has all the same political ideas? Is that really what God intends? Is that really the best? And anyway, the, this uncivil agreement, it wasn't a Christian book, but it, it gave me some sort of research-based ideas about that mm. that I thought were kind of interesting. So, Was that in uh, talking about like the big sort that they talk about as well? Was that in there? It's related to the big sort, yeah. Okay. And it, but this was just the political piece of the big sort. Okay. Because the big sort, I think, was, you know, along multiple lines there. Mm. So, Awesome. Anyway, yeah, it was, that was interesting. And then I read, a, I guess I read one, um, uh, there was about racial issues that I didn't talk much about. That mm. who knows? Maybe we can reach out to the author. Let's do that. So there you go. Sounds good. Uh, is there any anything, Eric? That uh, I don't know if you set your reading goals for next year. Any books that are related to the podcast that you're looking forward to for next year? Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of books on the list. I've not made the goal yet. Um, how ambitious I want to be is, is the question. But one of the ones in this category, I've actually owned it for a while. It's been sitting on the shelf. Uh, Time to Build by Yuval Levin, or Levine. I can't remember how you pronounce his last name, but um, I've been wanting to read that for a while, and it's about institutions and the the place that institutions have in, in just life and, and forming people and building people up. Um, so that that's on the list, and I'm hoping to get to that one next year hopefully early next year we'll see okay that does sound interesting yeah i've got a a few some of them i have some of them i don't have yet but one is religious freedom in a secular age i am interested in Hmm. uh getting a jump on that because uh that one is that's the topic that always comes up when christians start talking about politics well they're going to take away our freedoms or they're going to shut us down or you're not going to be able to say that from the pulpit or those sorts of things. So I'm interested in talking or, well, I am interested in talking about it, but I'm interested in reading about it Mm. first. And then I probably should just be straight up about this. I have, Oh, I don't even know how many books I have on my Amazon uh, wish list for the podcast, but uh, there are a few that I think are going to be, just working the algorithms, trying to wait for the cost to come down. I do, and you wouldn't believe how what a good idea <laughs> that is. We're full of tips today. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I create a I create a uh, wish list, and then I'll check uh, whenever I remember it. I'll check, and a lot of times I'll pick up a book, a twenty dollar book for two ninety nine or something, mm. 
And I, I just it. picked up like three last uh, this last week about that. But one that I just was introduced to, there are a couple I'm just introduced to. One called The Kingdom, the Power, and the Glory, American Evangelicals in an Age of Extremism. Oh, is that by Tim Alberta? It is. Oh, I just got that. I'm oh, I'm about ready to start. You're, you're ahead of me. I don't have it yet, but it's That's on my great. I'm on my list. And then the well, other not, one, I don't, I've not read it. I, I assume right. it's great. Tim Alberta. Tim Alberta. It is sounds a great, author. great. And then the other one that I th- just ran into was Politics After Christendom: Political Theology in a Fractured World hmm. by David Van Drunen. So hmm. that one looks interesting as well. And I probably am not going to get to several others that look interesting uh i won't even say the titles because i'm not going to get to them so i don't want to get <laughs> save that everyone else's hope up like mine I, I have all these high hopes that's why my list is so long but i'm not going to get everybody's hopes up just just add it to the infinity stack but those two those two i am hoping to get to uh early in the year this year nice there you go well 2024 is fast approaching what hopes do you have for what we're doing here in 2024 Oh, well, I I think probably both of us would agree that we're hoping for the same thing in 2024 that we hoped for when we set out in the, what, March of 2022? We've only been doing this two years? I've been doing it three years, two years. No, 21, March 21. 21. Mm-hmm. Almost three years. Okay, well, that's why I can remember because it was so long ago. But the, the hosts we set out with really were to help the church and to make disciples of people um, politically so that they could uh, be more discerning in the way that they represent Jesus in the public sphere. Mm. And so it seems like the Lord is opening some doors there for us to, to do that in ways beyond the podcast. We're, we're happy doing it on the podcast and, and that's been sort of the probably will continue to be the backbone of what Mm -hmm. we do to help the church. But hopefully uh, some of these other things with uh, the, webinars or seminars or classes or whatever uh, opens up. Those are things Mm. that I hopefully uh, will help the church. That's my goal. Yeah. I agree. That's that's the same thing I want. So that's why we started together, Eric. Yep. You and me. It's great. Well, I think that's it. Uh, We're going to put the class link on the, can you put the class link on the show notes? I, I think I can. And I can put the, I can put the webinar link in there, that one's happening first. And in that one, I think anybody can do, and I think the price is right on mm. that. Nice. Uh, you'll get it, at least get what you paid for. <laughs> That's a joke, folks. It's zero dollars. <laughs> and nice. you'll get what you paid for. And you'll get there exactly you what you paid for. Yep. Perfect. Well, it's, it's been a, a pleasure doing the podcast this year, and I hope all of you listeners have benefited from it. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off um, during the holidays. Oh, that's a good idea to say something so about that. This is, if it wasn't obvious, this is a kind of wrap up the year type episode. So uh, we will take a couple weeks off. We'll be back in January and looking forward to uh, the future topics and the future uh, guests interviews, we're going to have. Yeah, and we got interviews. Some exciting things ahead. And all the stuff, if there's questions or ideas or things you want us to talk about, uh, send any of that to comment at cityonahillpodcast.com. We always um, enjoy getting feedback and whether you know it or not has informed a lot of the episodes we we do and have recorded. Uh, and for all those future episodes in 2024, don't forget to sub- subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and rate us. If you find what we're doing helpful, a review does go a long way to getting this to other people, as does a text message and just sending it to them. That would be great. You can share with a friend that way. 
And if you have questions, send them to comment at cityonahillpodcast.com. And we look forward to the next conversation.